You're listening to the Keep Optimizing Podcast to increase your traffic, improve your conversion rates, and grow your profits. Hello and welcome. If you're looking to improve the performance and return on investment of your marketing, then you have come to the right place. I'm Chloe Thomas, the host of this marketing-focused podcast, and it's very, very cool to have you tuning in. In today's episode, we're wrapping up our content marketing series with that crucial content type, user-generated content, also of course known as UGC and CGC, which we will be referring to as we go through this. To discuss what user-generated content is, is it a flash in the pan or is it sticking around? and exactly how you should go about using it, I'm joined by Joanna Steele. And Joanna was a very popular guest way back in January 2020 on the e-commerce Masterplan podcast. It's brilliant to be able to bring her back to give us kind of an update in the world of UGC and how you can use it to help grow your business. We're going to get on with all of that in a moment, but before we do, please do check out the sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Klaviyo, the ultimate e-commerce marketing platform for brands of all kinds and sizes. Whether you're an entrepreneur just starting out or you're part of a marketing team at a multinational brand, Klaviyo will give you everything you need to create memorable marketing moments, building customer relationships that keep shoppers coming back time and time again. Get started with a free account today. Visit klaviyo.com slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash master plan. Today, I'm chatting with content marketing expert Joanna Steele. Joanna Steele is the UGC queen. What Joanna doesn't know about getting customer reviews and using them to increase sales is very little. Until February 2020, she was the senior reviews and customer generated content manager at Argos. That's one of the UK's leading high street retailers and the third most visited website in the UK after Amazon and eBay. And now she's an award winning digital marketing and e commerce strategist. Hello, Joanna. Hello. Good afternoon, Clary. How are you? I'm good. It's great to have you back talking about such an important, crucial topic. It's always good to catch up with you. You always bring loads of great quality. So I'm I'm looking forward to getting into what everyone out there doing can do with their user-generated content. But before we get into that, Joanna, how did you end up in the world of content marketing? God, it's a good question. Um, I think I've always been a writer to some degree, um, whether it's uh, journaling, whether it's sort of um, writing articles. And I actually really enjoyed sort of English at school, sort of to take it back. Um, But in terms of, you know, sort of how I sort of started my career, started in sort of traditional marketing and PR. So things like writing press releases um, was something that I kind of, a skill that I honed pretty early on. Um, and then as I suppose marketing and PR became digitized, um, I sort of was able to sort of bring that skill set along with me. Um, so I think within the retail space, um, I worked within sort of social media realm. Um, and that's all about content marketing, whether it's sort of writing posts, scheduling posts, uh, thinking about imagery, videos, etc., and how to communicate a message about your brand to your customers. Um, so, so yeah, sort of started in the social media realm and then that kind of developed into sort of more editorial content. So as we saw the benefits of SEO um, and how customers were 
engage with brands, not just because of the products and the services they sold, but also sort of, you know, the topics and themes around those products and services. So over time, it's become more and more important for brands to um, not only talk about what they sell, but also the environment in which they sell their products, right? So how do we better inform our customers to understand that what we've got is what's important for them? So what other bits of information can we provide to them to support them um, with whatever product we're selling? So whether it's tips, whether it's how-to usages of, of, a, of a product, um, everything that we think that a customer needs in order to make sure that they're using the product to the best of, of their ability. So I think it's, you know, for brands, it's become so important now to talk um, not just about the thing, but also about the environment that the thing um, sort of sits in, if you like. Um, and I think it helps, um, it helps customers to really use the product, right? So it's not just about, you know, the benefits and the features of a product, but it's about how does this product solve my problem? Um, and, and I think it's really important for brands to sort of be part of that conversation um, and understand as well how different customers use their products differently. So you can use that information to inform um, your messaging, to inform um, sort of new products that you might bring to the table, new features that you bring to the table. So I think content marketing is something that I think has increasingly become important. And I think it's a way in which a brand can communicate with their customers without doing the sort of big sell, but how they can help support and inform um, their customers. So they say it's around, you know, educating, entertaining and inspiring. And I think that's what more and more brands need to be doing in order to sort of stand out um, and better serve their customers. So I kind of started in the social media realm, sort of um, I worked for Mothercare, former mother and baby retailer, um, and sort of in that industry, um, it was a lot about peer-to-peer marketing advice. If you imagine being a first-time mum, kind of don't know what to do, where can you get that information from? Um, and, you know, a large proportion of the time, it's from other mothers. Um, and as a brand, um, how do you participate in those conversations? Um, how do you empathize with your customers, um, but also help inform them so that, you know, you're able to not just sell products, but to support um, someone during that kind of very um, anxious um, but exciting time of their life. Um, and so that's where um, I would say sort of I delved into more editorial content. So that was around, you know, stages of, of pregnancy, um, you know, childbirth, you know, labor, but also as your child grows up, what to look out for, you know, the terrible twos and all the different stages. And so it wasn't just about, you know, we sell prams, but it's about, okay, we're here with you along this journey and we're going to supply you with information to support you along the way. And so that's kind of where um, I suppose I got my teeth into um, editorial content and the benefit of how um, that content can support can support customers. And Janet, what I find quite interesting about what you're saying is that you kind of, you got into the world of content through uh, through working for a business where it was crucial 
to do that educational piece. No one's, you know, most people buying their first pram have no idea what they're buying, what they need or anything else. They need that help and advice to see them through it. And I think it. what's interesting to me is like there, you have to do the content if you want to sell. There's no choice. You've got to do your own content, your editorial, and you've got to get some user-generated content going as well. But it strikes me that 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 importance over the last few years has been growing in every sector, whether you sell light bulbs or whether you sell something really complicated. It's it's kind of every business can't afford to avoid, avoid content and user-generated content is now what kind of separates the best from the mediocre. Would, would you agree? Definitely would agree with that. I think um, brands for sort of too long were sort of, you know, championing themselves right you know we sell this we're amazing but actually um you know the voice of the customer is so important um and it's important that as a brand you amplify that voice of the customer and also learn from it because i think what some brands have been sort of scared of is 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 you know customers perhaps speaking negatively about an experience but i think you can always turn that negative into a positive right so Yes, it's great to get good reviews, ratings on your products and services, but actually it's a really good way to find out what's going wrong. Um, and so you're able to um, adapt and change and, and amend and sort of create a service or product um, that, that is best suited to your customer's needs. And your customer evolves, right? So their needs, their requirements um, change. And how do you sort of keep up with that, that change by having that two-way dialogue, facilitating that two-way dialogue and ensuring that um, the products, services and content you create um, aligns with, with the ever-changing and ever-evolving customer. It's kind of cool how not only does use, it, this is why I don't, doesn't make sense to me why more companies aren't investing heavily in user-generated content because A, someone else writes the content for you. B, and the act of creating the, I shouldn't say right, I should say create because we're not just talking about written here, but in the act of creating the content, they're giving you amazing feedback that helps you make your business better. And three, what your customers are creating as content, your customers are far more interested in than what you create as content. It's like, it's just an amazing three-part kind of piece. So, so as we're seeing, you know, clearly the power is there. Have you seen as we've gone through all the crazy that is 2020, more businesses embracing or more businesses needing to embrace user-generated content? So definitely more businesses needing to embrace. Um, sort of you mentioned, obviously, with the retail, uh, you know, as it is at the moment, whereby shops are closed um, or there are restrictions on whether you're able to use changing rooms, etc. So that kind of points back to what I was saying earlier around the landscape is changing and how customers um, shop is changing. Um, and therefore, how can we best inform our customers on the products, on these products and services, um, so that they feel that they trust what we're saying um, and trust and trust other customers, right? So there's a stat that says 92% of customers um, trust recommendations from other people, even if they don't know them. Because, you know, as a customer, I'm, I'm not necessarily you know affiliated to the brand in any way i've used their product and i've loved it or i've used their product and i've not liked it so there's no kind of bias in 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 that opinion and i think customers want the truth the good the bad and the ugly i always say um and so i think it's even more important to be able to 
know what you're getting, right? I'm not able to go to a shop potentially in the same way that, I'm, that I have been able to. Um, so how can I make sure that this product is for me? You know, I want to see it in use. I want to see it in situ. I want to be able to read, you know, the pros and the cons about that product. Um, and so, you know, user-generated content is the best way for brands to really sort of, you know, educate um, their customers about their products, particularly during this time where getting to shops is a bit is a bit more difficult. And are we seeing the youth, the lovely youth of today, our millennials, our Gen Zs, do they care as much about UGC or, or are they, you know, are they jaded to the idea of, you know, I know, fake UGC, I suppose. Do, do the youth still care? Is this important for, for brands targeting them too? Definitely. I think, you know, the increasing usage of TikTok, which is, you know, the, the, the Gen Z platform, um, is testament to that, you know, the younger generation wants to know what other people are doing, their peers, um, you know, what, what they're sort of, the content they're creating. Um, and it's important for a brand to have, you know, have a position and a space in those on those platforms. And there's a stat around, I think, 84% of Gen Z trust companies that use real customers in their ads. Um, so long gone are the days of, you know, the models and the actors. Actually, I want to be able to see a customer that represents me or looks like me. And so I'm more likely to believe that that product is for me. Um, and so that's, yeah, it's, it's increasing in, in loads of different ways, but definitely the way that Gen Z um, sort of are the way they kind of perceive brands um, and authenticity is such a, such a big thing. It's a really important element. And that's how UGC can help you as a brand um, sort of showcase your authentic self. It's really important for your customers to sort of tell the story of your brand as well. Um, ultimately, it's them that are using your product or service. Um, and so to get them to share their stories um, kind of takes the responsibility away from you. You know, don't just listen to us, listen to real people um, and let those people be, your, be the advocates of, of your brand. Yeah, and if they've got your brand completely wrong, it means you've got your brand completely wrong. <laughs> we should just yeah. add that. <laughs> um, okay, so so clearly UGC is important for all customer bases. It's becoming more so. Um, but I find we talk a lot about creating it. You know, we've done episodes on creating it on this podcast already. Um, we talk a lot about having an, a review system on your website, but we don't often talk about where to then use it once you've collected it all, where to then use it for greatest greatest effect. So once we've got this, this user-generated content, actually, before we even get into that, what format should user-generated content take right now? Because I think when, when you and I caught up around about this time last year to record an episode for the e-commerce master plan podcast, we were pretty much exclusively talking about written reviews. And it seems to me in 2020, we're now, there's loads of people getting customer video reviews and getting um, photographed reviews. And it seems like the day, the day of just writing a review and putting a star rating is, is long gone. So what types of content should we be aiming to get from our customers? All of it. <laughs> much, um, so star rating still very much, still very much important. Um, written content um, again, still still very important. Um, images, um, 
where you know you get to you're able to visualize what the product looks like on in situ and video content is a good way of showcasing the products in 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 use um so depending on the type of product you sell um different uh formats will lend themselves better but if possible you know the most mundane of products you you see people sort of creating videos um that that sort of you know, educate, entertain, and inspire. So, um, I always, you know, I always sort of say, in as many formats as possible, um, is is really a good a good way to sort of um, approach it. Okay, so let's let's then go back to the question I was originally asking, which was where we should use it, and let's assume we're a retailer who's got star ratings, they've got written reviews, they've got great customers who are sending in video reviews and who are also sending in photographs. So we've got we've got all the content we could wish to pick from. Where should we first start using it? What do we do with it to, to up those sales? Yeah, I think you use it across all of your channels. Um, so I can give you a few examples of things that I know that have worked in the past, but, you know, it, if it's an email marketing campaign, of course, yes, you can put star ratings, you can put snippets of reviews, um, which might be highlighting particular features or benefits of that product. But also something as simple as, you know, top 10 rated products by our customers. So actually, you are putting forward not necessarily the products that are on sale or the products where you have, you know, loads of stock that you wish to get rid of, but actually, you know, these are the top 10 rated products of our customers this week. So you're bringing in that that kind of, you know, real time. They could be completely unrelated um, and usually are. Um, but, but yeah, I think it's, again, putting the customer at the forefront of your, your comms and your messaging. This is what you guys like. This is what other customers like. Um, and so I think that's a really good way of doing it. I'm seeing a lot of, particularly for clothing brands, I'm seeing a lot of usage of um, customer images in paid social ads and in organic social content as well. Again, moving away from the models, but actually this is what this product actually looks like on a real person. Um, and, and, you know, with the kind of the fantastic cameras that we've all got and filters, you know, we're all our, we're all <laughs> our own sort of photographers, aren't we? So some of the content that's been produced is amazing quality. It seems to me that that's been something which the pandemic and lockdown has pushed as well, because I've seen a lot of brands who have been doing our buying team wearing our products at home, you know, to create kind of that emotional connection and then also doing our customers. Because of course, certainly for for large parts of this, of, of 2020, organising a photo shoot has been a logistical nightmare um, from a from every angle. And and that I think has caused people to go. How else can we do this? Well, how are other people doing it? Let's let's actually. And, and the thing is, it makes their brand better, which is kind of cool. Yeah, and it's something that I always sort of knew was coming. So before COVID, it was a case of you know some some of the budgets that are spent on on some of these shoots are huge. And if you're looking to sort of make you know make cuts, or you're looking at you know how can we be more efficient. Um, with our sort of budget and our spend, actually using user-generated content and using customers, you know, taking their own photos is one avenue um, to do that. So I think it was always an idea that that I, I presented 
um, as something that was that was going to come. It just probably seems now that it's probably come a lot a lot sooner than than anticipated. And is there, we, we said about doing, you know, kind of those really cool emails, which I always think are kind of the get out of jail free email. You know, the, here's the products our customers rated the best this month. It's like, it's easy. It doesn't take much effort and it's really powerful. It's like, what are we going to send this week? Let's do a top, top five most reviewed products. And we talked about using it in social and um, using it in, in, is it is it basically across everything? Should be on the homepage. It should be everywhere. It should be everywhere. Um, you know, in terms of sort of discovering products as well, particularly sort of you know during Christmas gifting, you know, people want to know, okay, what can I buy? You know, my aunt or whatever. It's a, UGC is a really good way of discovering new products, and so um, something that um, I did when I was at Argos, and I'm seeing a lot more brands doing now, is sort of curating galleries on site. And again, that's just showing images of um, UGC images, and um, which are shoppable. So you are tagging what product that customer is wearing, and then making it easier for for that customer to then buy that product. So curating galleries is a really good way of doing that, and you can do that by, you know, if it's clothing, you know, I don't know. I was going to say like night out dresses, probably not, not that appropriate. <laughs> but, um, you can sort of have different kind of galleries and get, allow people to really explore and discover new products. And so that's a really good way of doing it. And even I know we've talked about the restrictions in store, but, you know, if you've got sort of screens in store, again, you can still showcase that, that those, those images um, as a sort of point of inspiration, you know, all Yes, you can see something and what it looks like on the shelf or on the rack. But actually, if I look to my right and there's a screen and there's a real person wearing this particular product, then again, it just helps with sort of inspiring me and giving me an idea and how how I can picture what it would look like on me. So, so yeah, I think all channels, essentially, all channels that um, you use um, to kind of showcase your, showcase your products. And I think what we'll see... Um, moving into 2021 and beyond is probably a lot of user-generated content using above-the-line campaigns. Um, Again, we sort of mentioned the restrictions with shoots and productions, you know, large budgets, um, you know, the the inability to move around in the same way. Um, So actually, could we use user-generated content um, for some of those sort of above-the-line campaigns, which you know, it could be a bit more real time, you know, faster turnaround and still drive home that kind of authentic message. I think especially because, as you said, so many brands are now using user-generated photography for their Facebook ads, for their Instagram ads and seeing great results from it. It's like, well, why wouldn't you go, well, if that's working in that ad format, time to take it to another ad format. Well, like, thank you for all of that, Joanna. We're now going to pause for a reminder of our sponsors, and then we're going to be talking about the wider world of content marketing. Success in 2021 means building stronger relationships with your customers. Last year saw a lot of consumers switching to buy online, leading to surges in new customer acquisition. So how are you planning on turning your new first-time buyers into profitable repeat customers? Well, that's what Clavio is for. Clavio helps businesses create memorable marketing moments through email, SMS and personalised website experiences. And that is what creates repeat purchases. That's why Clavio, the ultimate e-commerce marketing platform, is used by over 50,000 e-commerce brands around the world. Get started with your free account today. Visit clavio.com slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash masterplan. 
Okay, Joanna, we've gone far deep into user-generated content and what to use it for. Now you get to wow us with your insider knowledge about the whole of content marketing. So for the following questions, your answer can be anything to do with content marketing, which of course does include user-generated content. Um, Joanna, are you ready? Let's go. Okay, let's start with content marketing newbie advice. If we've inspired someone to take their first step with content marketing, what do they need to know to give themselves the best chance of success? Don't just expect to get positive feedback and understand that any negative feedback is just as useful as positive feedback about your products. Um, And not to hide it, right? Um, How can you... Um, If you do get some negative feedback on a particular product or service, how can you sort of delve into that in a bit more detail, find out a bit more about what that problem was um, and work with that customer or those set of customers in order to rectify, rectify those problems. So I think always, always feedback, good or bad, like I think understand that it's ultimately going to benefit your business. Nice. Okay. Um, Once you've started, of course, you've got to keep optimizing. So what's your favorite way to improve content marketing performance? Um, I think like anything, it's, you know, make sure that you're very data driven. So understand what your objectives are, um, understand how you're measuring success. um, And then, you know, keep tabs on that and keep monitoring, monitoring that over time. And just to test and trial things, you know, sometimes things are not going to go right. You might have this fantastic idea that, you know, you think it's going to work and it's not, but don't be put off. Um, And actually it's just showing you one thing that hasn't worked. So there's still a learning in that. Um, So I would say, yeah, really sort of be specific, have a sort of clear objective, how you'll measure that success and and just do it. Um, And then sort of keep, keep iterating and keep tweaking something that may have worked six months ago, you know, maybe less effective. Now, something that might not have worked six months ago might be a, a good time to try it again. So, so yeah, I think it's, don't be afraid to sort of try, try things out. Um, you know, whether it's something that you've seen other brands do um, or, or if it's just sort of a brand new idea that might sound a bit out there, but sort of give it a go is what I would say. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? There's no kind of rule book yet in this space. It's very much test, try, test, tweak it, try it somewhere else and uh, and find the recipe that works for you. Definitely. Okay. It's impossible to improve our marketing unless we're monitoring the performance, but the list of stuff we could monitor can be overwhelming. So what for you is the number one content marketing KPI? Um, I think a lot of people always talk about reach. I think that works for you know brand awareness. But engagement is when you know that the content that you're creating is adding value. Um, and, you know, that's likes, comments, um, et cetera. And I think, you know, if you're thinking from a UGC perspective, then how can I tell that customers are engaged with my brand? And a good way of looking at that is, okay, well, how many reviews am I getting? Um, you know, I'm asking for feedback. Am I getting that feedback? Because um, I think ultimately customers do want to tell you their thoughts and their opinions um, and they value brands that value their opinions. So I think engagement is, is, is a kind of key KPI to really focus on. But like I said, that might mean different things to different people. But for me, it's about actually if I have engaged that customer, it means that I'm giving them something of value. 
Nice. I love that. Engagement as a measure of value. Okay, cool. Um, Finally, it's crystal ball time. What's coming up in the next six to 12 months we should be getting ready for in our content marketing? Um, I mean, video. I mean, it's here. It's been here. It's here to stay. Um, And yeah, I definitely, and, and if I think about sort of, everyone talks about content being king, but actually I sort of say, it's going, it's going further than that and, and user-generated content, UGC is king. Um, as I mentioned, you know, we've seen the upticking people using TikTok uh, and sort of that generation. And I think it's becoming more and more important for them to see themselves and to see other customers telling the story of a brand. So, um, and I think we're going to be doing that more and more through video. Yep, video definitely not going anywhere. Um, okay, Joanna, we are very nearly at the end of the show. So it's time for you to let the listeners know where they can find you and your business on the web and social media, please. I'm everywhere. I'm on LinkedIn, um, Joanna Steele. I'm on Instagram, um, joanna.diana.steele. Um, my business is dimaxdigital.com. Um, and yeah, I, I write quite a few articles Um largely around sort of digital strategy, but sometimes quite focused on, on user-generated content. So, and there's an ebook in the works as well, which is going to be focusing on UGC specifically. So yeah, follow me on the socials and keep an eye out for that. Oh, cool. You have to let us know when that ebook comes out and we'll send it to everyone out in our, our newsletter too, because I know that's going to be high value. Um, cool. And and Joanna, you're, you're mainly focusing on Central and Western Africa these days. Yes, there's a lot going on in the um, on the continent, um, particularly within the sort of tech ecosystem in sub-Saharan Africa. Um, the internet penetration is increasing year on year. Mobile adoption is, you know, record levels, um, and we're seeing sort of the techno- technological infrastructure being built across the continent. So, um, so yeah, so there's a lot of opportunities here where we're seeing. Um, customers becoming increasingly connected and a growing middle class as well. So there's a real focus on brands to tap into that sort of connected consumer here on the continent. So I'm working with a number of organizations to help them um, become customer focused, to help them build communities and to help them use content to, to reach, reach those connected customers. Very cool. Um, slightly, slightly jealous you get to go and hang out in warm countries as it's miserable here in the UK as we're recording this. <laughs> it's almost too hot here though at times, but you know, I'm not going to complain. <laughs> I'm not going to complain. Well, well, Joanna, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. It's been great catching up with you again and also uh, getting, getting some great tips and advice for our audience about user-generated content. So, um, so thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Really great to catch up with Joanna there and really key lessons, I think, about user-generated content. If you're not gathering user-generated content, if you're not using that user-generated content in every one of your marketing methods, be it your Facebook ads, be it uh, in your Google ad text, be it in your um, organic social media activity or your email marketing, your push marketing, your text marketing, the homepage, in your parcels, wherever you're communicating with your customers, there's a role for it. You just got to work out which bit you should be using. Should it be the stars? Should it be the text reviews? Should it be imagery? Should it be video? So important to get it out there because what we see time and time and time again are results that show that this works. And as um, as we were talking about earlier, not only is 
user-generated content become more vital because of everyone shifting to online as the pandemic's gone along. It's also something which Gen Z, the youth of today, they are ever more relying on and ever more believing in. It's what they want to see. They want to see real people talking about your product, not so much you talking about your product. And get links to everything we've discussed, the full transcript of the episode, important notes and more at keepoptimizing.com. Remember, that's with an S, not a Z. And thank you for tuning into this episode of the Keep Optimizing podcast. It's very cool to see so many of you tuning in week after week. So we really appreciate you doing that because it's really cool to see the podcast stats going up because it means we're helping more of you. Uh, we've got a great lineup coming up for you in 2021, uh, which... In terms of user-generated content, we've surveyed our listeners um, and therefore we are bringing you the content and the months and the focuses that you've asked for next year. The whole of our content marketing month is now live. So please do have a listen to the whole of content marketing month and make sure you've got all your content marketing and strategy for 2021. Next week, next Wednesday, we're going to be starting the first of um, our sessions of 2021. And this first one is all about getting your e-commerce foundations right for the year ahead. Because if there's one thing I learned in 2020, it's that the businesses that had the right foundations in place are the ones who were able to make the changes, to tweak, to adapt to everything that 2020 threw at us. So we're going to start off by covering getting your tech stack right. So what technology should you be using? How do you future-proof it? We're also going to be talking about reporting, getting the right numbers, what numbers to look at, how to set it up to make it easier to do it. We're going to be talking about your team and a few other things as well. If you know someone else who's keen to set themselves up for success in 2021, please do let them know we've got our e-commerce foundations month starting next Wednesday. Have a great week and make sure you listen to the next episode so I can help you to keep optimizing your marketing. Access everything Keep Optimizing at keepoptimizing.com. That's with an S, not a Z.